welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. Today, we're going to be having a go at meditation, which is a great way to relax and feel better. We're also heading to Manchester to explore the gothic John Ryland's Library and learn about its history. Plus, we've got events from across the country. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts off with a presenter doing something awesome. Today, Meg is at John Ryland's Library in Manchester. This Victorian building looks more like a castle than a library, and it was built during the Industrial Revolution. Let's find out more. Over to you, Meg. Welcome to the John Rylands Library in Manchester. When it was built, the library was surrounded by warehouses and narrow streets because it was built in the Industrial Revolution. Now, you might think, oh, it's a bit boring to go to a library, or maybe you love libraries, but this library will subvert everything you've ever thought about libraries. It's so different to anywhere that I've ever been. So, imagine it's the Industrial Revolution and there are factories and the burning coal and the air is filled with soot and nasty pollution. The sky is always grey. In fact, this pollution was so bad that it made people really sick and when it snowed, the snowflakes would come down grey. It wouldn't be very nice, would it? You can see the front of the library, even though it's made of red brick, like a lot of the buildings in Manchester, it's black in places. And that was from all the pollution during the Industrial Revolution all those years ago. And what I find is a really interesting fact is the pollution caused a species of moth to change colour. The peppered moth would normally be white to hide itself on lichen, on trees, and the pollution in Manchester made the tree bark turn black so the moths changed colour to black as well so they could hide against the bark. So imagine all that time ago, Manchester was a very dirty place to live. Nowadays, not too bad. So let's head inside into the library. All around me are beautiful beams, carved pieces of architecture. It looks far more like a church or a castle. It's really, really grand. And as I look around, I'm going to look up to see some mysterious creatures. Um, I can see a dragon over there, and I walked past a gargoyle just a second ago. So if you do come to John Ryan's library, try and see if you can spot the creatures made of stone lurking in all of the little parts of the building. During the Industrial Revolution, the people who owned factories and mills were becoming very rich people. And that is how the money for this amazing library came about. John Ryland, who the library is named after, owned the largest textile business in Britain and he became Manchester's first multi-millionaire. And when his wife died, she created this library in memory of her husband. There are old lights on the wall and they kind of look like flowers, but if we think back to the Industrial Revolution when people were weaving things out of cotton, they're actually shaped like cotton buds. So many people walking around here probably think they're flowers, but they're actually cotton buds. In each part of the library, in every room, there are little reading alcoves where you can sit and read a book. Now, even though this is a tourist attraction, it's still a library. So anybody can come and sit down and study here or read here. So if you fancy sitting in a grand library and reading a book, that's perfectly fine. And actually, they've got librarians on hand. So if you did want to read any of the books from the 1800s, although some of them are a little bit tricky to read, then you could do. Someone 
platform would help you get them. Now, it's really echoey in here and it's super cool and they have stained glass. It really does remind me more of a church than the John Rylands Library. And they do tours here for children as well. They do a tour that's all about the different creatures that lurk around. So if you are interested in that, you can come down to the John Rylands Library. Entrance to the library is completely free. They do have a few special exhibitions and events on. You can go to library.manchester.ac.uk to find out about that. And there's loads of people on hand to help you as well if you go to the library right now i'm going to go to the gift shop because i love a gift shop see if i can get a commemorative pencil to remind me of my time at the beautiful john rylands library all right that would be an awesome place to sit down with a book now if you're looking for more things to do in manchester you can find inspiration in some of our previous activity quest episodes including when we visited the national football museum the science and industry museum and the chill factory if you do take part in any awesome activities, then let us know at funkidslive.com slash activityquest. And remember to rate, review and follow this podcast wherever it is you're listening to it. All right, now let's find out what's going on across the country, shall we? Thanks, Bex. Yes, go dino crazy at the new exhibition at Woolerton Hall. Titus, T-Rex is King, is an extraordinary exhibition showcasing the first real Tyrannosaurus Rex to be displayed in England for over a century. Explore the world of this giant predator and his story. See the skeleton of the T-Rex, as well as digital and interactive virtual media displays that will explore his extraordinary journey from discovery in the Montana Badlands in the USA through the experience of excavation, curation, examination, rebuild and final reveal. Full information can be found at woolertonhall.org.uk. And are you a budding Sherlock Holmes? Then the Birmingham Mystery Treasure Trail is for you. Follow the 1.5-mile route through Birmingham on this self-guided themed treasure trail. Hunt for clues located on buildings and statues to solve the mysteries and discover something new about where you live. Head to treasuretrails.co.uk where you'll also find mysteries waiting to be solved all over the country. Plus, are you a climate hero? The National History Museum have a special exhibition called Our broken planet and it's all about the natural world and the fact that it's in crisis learn about how we are changing our planet from forests becoming farmland to plastic filling the ocean plus how you can help combat climate change more information can be found at nhm.ac.uk thank you so much adam Now to end the show, we're going to learn about mindfulness and how it can help your mind stay happy and healthy. Mindfulness can really improve your well-being and make you happier. Mindfulness is about noticing what's around you and also focusing on your own feelings and thoughts. Being able to practice mindfulness can be helpful if we find ourselves in stressful situations as it can help us feel calm. It's also been shown to make us feel happier and listen to others better. Connor has joined us to show us an activity which can help us with our mindfulness. So we're going to try some mindful meditation. Meditation can help us feel calm and relaxed, as well as focused. You might find it helpful to try meditating if you've had a stressful day at school or if something has made you feel angry or upset. These are very natural emotions which can make us feel agitated and not very nice. Meditation allows us to feel more in control over our emotions and generally make us feel better. 
Okay, so to do this meditation, I would like you to find somewhere comfortable to sit. Right now, I'm sat on a cushion in my living room, but you could sit outside on the grass, on your bed, or anywhere that you feel is going to make you feel relaxed. Now, what I would like you to do is close your eyes. Think about your breathing. We breathe all the time without really thinking about it. But right now, I would like you to focus on breathing in slowly and out slowly too. Think about the air filling your lungs all the way from your neck into the bottom of your lungs. Mindful meditation is about focusing and trying not to get distracted. Okay, so let's try this for five breaths, just like this. So if you're finding this a little tricky, that's okay. Mindfulness takes practice. While you're meditating, try to think about your senses. If you listen carefully, what can you hear? What can you smell? What can you feel? Then imagine somewhere you love to be. It could be a beach you went to on holiday, your grandparents' house, or a woodland, somewhere you love. Now, as you breathe in and out, imagine you are there. Start with what you can see and then what you can hear. And then what you can feel. Is it warm from the sun or windy from the breeze? Really engage with your senses. If you'd like to meditate for longer, pause this podcast and come back after five minutes of meditation. Enjoy it. Other mindful tasks that you can do are colouring in. In fact, recently, adults have realised how great colouring can be for mindfulness, even though kids have been doing it for years. Try colouring a page in the colouring book until it's completely finished. Now I'm going to go do some more meditation, so I'll hand you back to Bex, who has some wellbeing tips for you. Well, I'm feeling very mindful, very relaxed about that, Connor. Uh, thank you so much. Mindfulness can really help with our well-being and other things that can help include talking to loved ones and friends, learning new skills and getting active. Yeah, that's right. Taking part in your favourite sport, going for a walk or a dance around the kitchen. They can all be great for your well-being. I'm Bex and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station Fun Kids. I'm feeling very calm now so I'll just say to you, you can listen to Fun Kids on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids! Have a great week. See ya!